You're listening to the Reality Breached Local Spotlight. This episode is with Vans, Comics, and Cards. Kyle from Discussing Who joins us as we talk to Travis, one of the owners of the revamped Vans, Comics, and Cards. Enjoy! Hi, and welcome to Reality Breached. Uh, I am your host, Sergio. Um, this time we're doing another local spotlight. Robert's not with me this week, but I do have Kyle from Discussing Who. Hey, man, how's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, you, you've been on a, one of these spotlights before when we talked to uh, Rafe from the Southern Geek Fest. That is correct. Yeah, been a few months, so glad to be back. Cool, cool. Uh, well, this month's subject uh, is Vans Comics. And for Vance Comics, uh, we have one of the owners. Actually, I'm going to let him do the explanation. So we're going to just jump right into the questions. Um, what is your name, and what is Vance? I am Travis Ryder, and Vance is a local comic shop uh, here in Mississippi, in Ridgeland. And uh, we're coming up on our one-year anniversary. Cool, cool. What services do you offer? Um, we do a lot of different things. So I think foremost, it is... Comic books and card games, um, mm-hmm. which is essential to our name. So when you come in, there's just books available, and there's different card games and collections and hobbies available. So we're a hobby store. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've, I've been in there. There's uh, a lot of tables. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we, uh, we, we do a lot of gaming there, uh, mostly at nighttime. So when people get off work around 5 or 6 o'clock, they'll come by, and they'll hang out until we close and play everything. Cool, cool. Uh, so, what makes Vans a unique experience? Um, I think it's the atmosphere uh, and the community. Being able to to have a hobby and not know who to play with can be a little daunting. Say there's a card game that you found very fun, but you don't have anyone to play it with. Being able to go into Vans and say, hey, can y'all make a post or an event? I'd like to find locals in the area who will play this. And I throw it up there, and then the next thing you know, you have your own community for this game. Um, it's pretty cool. That is cool. That is cool. Uh, let's see. Okay. What's the story behind the change of ownership? Because I've shopped at Vans before years ago. And and there was a dude named Van. Yeah, that's who it's (laughs) named after. (laughs) So, oh man, maybe about two years ago, um, he approached, uh, one of the other owners. Um, there's four of us in total. Uh, he approached one of the other ones and said, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm basically, I'm looking to move. I want to, I want to ship off and go somewhere else and do something else. And he, he asked them if they would like to, you know, just take over for him, um, and try and continue the name of the store and what it's about. So we worked together. I was approached, um, asked if I wanted to come on board. And from there, uh, we worked with him for about a year on the transition and, that was basically it. He just wanted us to kind of continue the shop, and he wanted to do something else. Cool. So, so it's like a whole ownership change. It's not like, yeah, he. It's uh, not like it's franchised out or anything. No, we, we we kept the name just just in honor for him because he was the longest running comic shop. I'm pretty sure in Mississippi, he was been around for 20 years. He left on his 20th anniversary. Oh wow! So yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. So we had a had a lot to fill there. 
So, so let me ask you a question. And sure. you know, this is in no disrespect to to the, the gentleman who owned it previously to you. But I think whenever I, I met you, um, I think it was sometime earlier this year or or at the end of last year. You know, okay. I told you a story about when I moved up here from Hattiesburg, and you know, I'm looking at comic shops. Vans was the first one I went to, and this was before you guys. Uh, you know, took control. And yeah. my experience that I had wasn't, was, I would say, not a experience that I was expecting. So let's take that scenario I just gave you and you guys being the new owners, you guys being different, but you've got people who drive by or have heard, regardless of how many years he's been or, you know, the store was there who have maybe that, mm, do I really want to go back there? What could you tell the listeners that would say, yes, you want to go back there? Um, the big, the biggest thing for us on that front, uh, for sure is it's all about, it's about the guys who run the store, the guys you meet and talk to. Um, that, that is everything. If you, you can go, you can go to Amazon and get any product. You know what I mean? You can go to Walmart and get a $2 pizza. Why would you spend more and go and do these things that might cost you a little more? You want to come into our store and meet us so we can chat for 30 minutes about why you might want to use a null oil shade paint on your orcs or how come the new <laughs> Captain America book really does suck or does it really suck? You know what I mean? It's, it's yes, those conversations. Absolutely. You don't go to Amazon and get that. You might read a review, but who knows if that guy's kidding, if it's even real. Does that guy work in a comic shop and live and breathe this and order it and read what people say? It's just a different atmosphere. So we're selling an experience. When you come into Vans, it should be, hey, I can't wait to chat with Travis or Charles or Joe or Chaz about one of these awesome new things in here and see if it's for me if I want to pick it up. Well, just as an FYI, kudos to all of you guys, because every time that I have been in there and I've been in there many, many times since since that experience that I had with you that first time that I came back in there, you are selling what you are selling and saying on this podcast. That is reality because you totally 100 percent changed how I perceived Vans comics. So kudos to you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. And and there. Anyone who went into the old vans or, you know, vans 1.0, you know, you walk in and it's wall-to-wall comics, wall-to-wall trade <laughs> paperbacks. Like, it, it, it was a comic shop, you know? Yeah, uh, sure, there were cards as well, but now, with a more open floor plan, I don't want to sound like somebody on the, <laughs> on the DIY network, but with the open floor plan and... All the tables and all of the different... It's its a very welcoming place now. True. Before, it was just, let's get some comics. Yeah, I, I agree, totally. That's That was the first thing we wanted to change, and it scared a lot of people <laughs> who were big fans of his, because you'd come in at the beginning, and you can see photos. We'll probably post them uh, on the 26th. That's our one-year anniversary. Yeah. And it's hilarious. The floor is open, and there is not a single thing anywhere, because he took all of that inventory with him. Yeah. So we were like, hey, you know, if we don't have the products immediately on hand, how do we how do we get the customers and fans back in the store? And it was with, you know, it's with it's with the ownership, it's with the people you meet and that run the shop. Yeah, yeah, and and, and the element of like tabletop gaming and 
Yeah, you can play anything, so right. and you it's could, fun. You couldn't do that before. No. It, you could, but it was in the back room, and it was... About 15 people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that that's impressive. And uh, when it comes to being a comic shop, you know, there's only so much profit to be made on back issues. Yeah, it's uh, the back issues are a are a weird topic because it's it's great to collect them, but you're looking for that certain collector who wants it and wants it at that price and wants it at that quality. Yeah, and you know when you fill the entire store with them. You're you're very catering to just one thing. Yeah, and and the likelihood of that one person showing up as the years go by diminishes. Yeah. So I, I, let I, me ask you this. I get it. Let, let me ask you this about uh, tying into that and and but tying also into comics. Have you noticed that the market with DC and Marvel and even the independents? Do you see it changing as the Buying habits have the buying habits changed? Are there less collectors now and more, you know, one-off readers? Or, or what do you what are you seeing right now? Um, I see I see a lot of there, there's two major audiences. I'll start with one. One is the adult who who has been reading and is going to continue to read. That 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 person um, hasn't seemed to change much, but even over this last year, I've noticed a lot more children. And parents bringing children in to want to get a book, and um, that stemmed actually from them sitting playing maybe Pokemon in the morning, and they're surrounded by these comic books, and they see other people buying them, and the parents think, hey, you know, maybe if I can get them a book, and they want to read, this is a good way to do it. So, but most of them gravitate towards DC. There's something about DC that children really, really like. I think Marvel maybe looks a little too adult for them. I'm not sure because everybody thinks you know Spider-Man is a is a is a kid's hero. He's he's a teenager himself. Yeah. Yet Batman still pulls the kids in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting. It's it's it, yeah. Like I can see the the nuance of the Marvel characters may kind of be a turnoff to children who aren't quite yet for you know, ready for that that level of gray area to their 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 heroes. So. Yeah, Daredevil. You know, he's not much different than than Batman, really. So, you know, why does one pull one more than the other? It's just, it's, it's even a, yeah. it's a big ordering thing. You know, I order in a certain number of Daredevil, but I order ten times that in, in Batman. <laughs> okay, well, we'll look at it from this perspective. Go into Walmart or go into any, um, shop, you know, store right now that has costumes for kids for Halloween. And yes. are you, what likelihood are you to see a Daredevil versus the likelihood that you're going to see Superman, <laughs> Batman? I mean... There yeah. you go. <laughs> that that is that is definitely it. Now I know the movies are popular, but I don't think children are watching you know Netflix Daredevil. Correct. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, great show, by the way. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. Okay. Uh, how about this? You said there. You said there are four owners total. Yes. Um, yes. Do you handle different aspects of the business? Like you, you, you talk about talk a lot about comics in the last few minutes. Do you handle like the tabletop aspect of it as well, or how is how is that? How does that um, the the four ownership is mostly um, it's mostly just well. I'll start with this. We all loved ma- we all love magic. We still do. Um, I was really big into comics. Another one of the owners is very big into tabletop and board games. Um, but magic was something we all enjoyed. So when we got the opportunity to hey have a store we could go and own and play magic at and 
sell comics and things. It was just wicked. We were like, yeah, why not? But when it all then boiled down to running the business, um, there's maybe about two of us who really are in there that do everything. Um, it's, it's, it's not really that I have four staff members on hand that each handle their own spot. I pretty much surrounded myself in everything to learn it all, no matter what, whether I personally enjoyed it or the business would enjoy it. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, what originally got you into magic? Um, I think I was, I was like 13 or 14 and a buddy of mine just came up to me and said, Hey, you got to try this game. My dad plays it. And we thought it was, was awesome. The artwork, it was a little, a little edgy with demons and vampires and yeah, just, it was kind of fun. And then for the last, uh, last 15 years, really, I've been playing it. So All right, well, cool. it was just a, it was just a fun game. <laughs> Uh, All right, so let me ask you something. As someone who uh, had never – I mean, I'm a big comic book geek. I mean, I, I, I uh, would wear that badge, you know, left, right, and center any day of the week. But having said that, I've never gotten into, you know, the magic, the you know, any of the card games or the board games or, or a tabletop or any, any, anything like that. So if you were to try to get me to come in and experience that – what would be your pitch? Um, my pitch, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what hobby you do. They are all the same. Uh, whether you want to collect sport cards, read comics, play magic, paint Warhammer, it's all the same. The only difference is if you pick magic as the game, that's the game I'm going to try and sell you or get you to play or get you to enjoy. Um, there's a story involved. It's a lot like a comic book. Except you're playing the comic book. You each play as a mage. You're casting spells. You're seeing who succeeds and who lives or dies. And then there's an overarching story actually with the game that you can follow. Uh, they have books on it. Uh, most people don't even know that. There's, there's a full storyline. You can go online and watch uh, CGI videos and what's not of them all battling each other. And it's, it's, it's not as in-depth, I would say, as, you know, Captain America or Batman. It hasn't had that much history and and lore to it. But there's a story involved, and it's the same with Warhammer. Uh, it's also a social thing. So sometimes people, you want to get out of the house on a Wednesday night, come by the shop and chat with people. It's a hangout. It's a local hub. So it's fun to come in and go, hey, I've got my deck of cards. You want to just sit here, and we can talk person to person. There's no microphone. Uh, it's just pen and paper if it's D&D. Um, or you just sit there, and you play cards and chat about your day. You know what I mean? It's, it's just right. fun. Good, good deal, good answer. <laughs> so, uh, very good answer. How how would you say your your customers have adjusted to to to, to the changing in the store? Because I, I imagine it's I, I imagine you're bringing in a different audience now. Yes, um, the biggest change was uh, at, the, at the beginning. I actually heard a lot of uh, a lot of people say. You know, it's it's bright in here. I can see things, and I, and, it, and it's like hilarious that that's a comment. Uh, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and, <laughs> and and some of these people they would come in and they would you know pick up comic books because that was ninety nine percent of his business, and they'd come in and pick it up from me on a six thirty on a Wednesday, and there's twenty thirty forty people in the room, and that's a little different. So a few of them at the beginning were shy. They didn't want to walk in past all these folks and pick a book up so it's like how do we you know how do i catch you at the door and make sure you don't you don't feel overwhelmed by this um so 
part of the positioning of the stores so that I, I see you immediately and you see me and I can say hey to you. And you don't have to be involved in the gaming. It's not that. There is more books in our store, um, like recent new upcoming stuff every week than even Van carried. There's a more of a selection. So once people get past the idea that the tables are there, you don't have to be involved in that if you don't want to. It's a great experience, but you can still just come in and browse and shop. Yeah, yeah. And and, and, and I'm sure anyone who is there to get comics, they see the commotion. They, they see the, the fun that everyone yeah. is having. And while it may not draw them personally in, but y- you know how the culture is. If, if someone says, oh, I really wish there was somewhere I could play Warhammer – that person who saw the yep. comics is going to say, well, I was at Vans the other day, and they were, there was a huge hoopla. So it, yep. it can't be bad for, 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 for business. No, it's, it's, it's all word of mouth. And, you know, Facebook is great. Uh, doing ads are great. Uh, but really, it's people need to come in, experience it, and then speak about it themselves to people that they know. Uh, that, that's the best advertisement you could have. And it's, it's so funny, I'm telling you, when people walk in and they'll pick their books up, or they'll want to buy, you know, a pack of baseball, and they turn around and look at the tables with everyone, and they they'll just whisper to me, "What are they doing?" <laughs> like, they, and I'm like, "They're they're they're all playing games," and they're like, "Are they paying for this?" And I'm like, "No, you you can just you you can join right now too if you want." <laughs> it's it, it's pretty funny, and most of the time they'll end up joining, and then they love it. So ah, I see another person caught. <laughs> you know, you know, it's another really good way to advertise your store to What's guest that? on someone's podcast. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, Reality Breach fans. Do you have an itch for Star Trek? Well, before you go out and get yourself a screening, check out the STD podcast. Catch it early before it goes viral. The Star Trek Discovery podcast, the newest member of the Grits Media Network. Check it out at stdpodcast.com. That's stdpodcast.com. Uh, let's actually, we, we kind of leaned into this next question anyway, anyway, so I'm just going to go with it. Um, let's talk about nerd culture, geek culture. It's, sure. It's, it's a thing that's, that's kind of taken over, uh, more yes. so than I ever saw it, you know, happening. Uh, what is your opinion on the, that evolution to, in, into the mainstream? I love it because I feel like, I feel like when I started to play Magic was right around when this was even beginning. Like, I remember I got made fun of for having that Magic deck at school. And then, you know, now I make a living selling it and playing it with people. (laughs) (laughs) So it's so weird how that transitioned because people come in now and they'll go, hey, I watch Stranger Things. What is D&D? I want to play it. Oh, wow. Um, And that, that happens. It's happened multiple times. And I get to take them over and explain that, you can do anything in this world. It's hilariously fun. Uh, it fits any age group. Um, and I get to explain this stuff to them. So yeah, nerd culture has changed completely or geek culture, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it is, it is so mainstream now that it's a little weird when somebody comes in and into the shop that doesn't do any of it. And they're just curious. And I see their mind get blown. And they're like, this is a thing. <laughs> and, you know, and like any of it, you know, they have, they have no idea about it and then they just love it. Um, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's, it's, uh, I found it odd that you, you mentioned baseball cards. Like I, I, it blows yeah. my mind that there are still people out there who are like, I need a pack of tops. Yep. Yeah. It, it happens all the time. Uh, they'll come in and 
whether it's young kids or adults or families and they, you know, they want to buy a pack of sport cards and see if they get their, their favorite player. Uh, it still happens and, you know, you can't really sit there and play with the cards, but <laughs> it's enjoyment. Uh, you know, it's, it's still a hobby to crack a pack open, see what you get. It's a bit of a gamble. Uh, and then you're excited if you spent, you know, $6, but you get a $300 Aaron Judge rookie card. You know what I mean? So it's kind of fun to, to see that. And that's, like I said, it all boils down. They're all hobbies at the end. All of right. The day. So let me ask you this. Do you ever have anyone come in and looking for the uh, comic book cards that they had in the uh, early to mid 90s? Oh, man, those. Yeah. People try to sell them on the daily to me. But really? nobody is ever trying to buy them. So if you need to buy them, I will have them for you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, cool. It's interesting that you say you can't play with baseball cards because I I think that that's kind of an untapped market. Like, why why have they not made baseball cards into some sort of game? Fantasy league, like a a fantasy baseball card game. Yeah, it's they. um, I I wish they would because. Um, the company Games Workshop changed uh, football into a game called Blood Bowl. Have you guys heard of Blood no. Bowl? Mm-mm. So Blood Bowl, if you if you check it out, is uh, is literally fantasy football. It's dwarves and elves and undead and demons playing football, and they have protective <laughs> gear on, and they you have miniatures and you run them around the map uh, or the pitch as they call it, and you you play football, uh, and they can kill each other. The orcs just kill people the whole time. Um, but yeah, like if you can make football with orcs and fantasy, I'm not sure why they haven't tried to do a bait, uh, like a baseball thing. Uh, cause then you could incorporate the cards into an actual tangible, usable yeah. thing. That, that, that just seems like a no, it's blood bowl. Like, like, check no it out. Like, just do it. Have the, have, have, the, yeah. have the, the player's actual stats be the stats for the game. Yeah. Maybe you roll dice on a six, you hit a grand slam. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, when when you said Blood Bowl, the first thing I thought was, oh, yeah, is that what uh, Vince McMahon intended whenever he had the XFL for about a year? <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is. Welcome it's a cool to Blood game. Bowl. <laughs> the Blood Bowl. <laughs> OK, this one we've kind of co- we've kind of covered this one a little bit, um, but here we go. Gaming can be an intimidating hobby. When it comes to, like, tabletop stuff. Yeah. What would you tell someone that is interested in getting into it but doesn't know where to start? Um, so, yeah, this one happens pretty regularly. Uh, the biggest one is is probably Warhammer. A lot of people have heard of it, want to try it. Uh, they always hear it's too expensive, and if you come in on the shop on a Sunday and there's 20 guys around a table with miniatures everywhere playing, are you likely to want to just walk up on your own and go, hey, excuse me, show me how to play? doesn't really happen like that so i will like kind of personally get that person's attention and i will take them over and introduce them um and just say hey do a few dice rolls these guys will show you how to play and then once you get somebody in there they'll realize that the community and the community in the audience is is great and those guys want more players everybody in these games want more players so they will stop everything to show you how to play it doesn't need to be daunting or scary uh you just you just basically come in, tell me what you want to play. I'll tell you the day to show up, and we'll get yeah. you going. It, it, it sounds like every, everything is very inclusive. Um, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like, hey, I put a I put a game on a day. I'll say, you know, Monday is this, Tuesday is that. 
Uh, and that's just so we don't overflood the store or burn people out. If I say magic is 24 seven, well, then your magic crowd will be thin because I'll just show up whenever right. and play. Right. So we don't do that, but it is open gaming at all times. So you can come in on a magic day and go, Hey, it's my day off on Facebook. Anybody want to get a game of 40 K in? And those guys can just show up and meet and play. Cool. So, so, so there's almost like a, there, there's definitely a social aspect to the store. Um, one hundred percent. It seems yeah. like that's where you thrive is, is is the social aspect of the store because money will come in if people are in the building. Yeah, people people are inclined to you know want to pick up a hobby or try something new or maybe add a new force to their army or buy that pack of cards while they're there or start reading a comic book. But it is it is one hundred percent a social thing. It's an experience. Uh, like I said before, when you come in, it's fun to get to chat with us and other customers about these things you like. Um, face-to-face chat is the best. It's the most exciting, especially then when you go, no, 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 my deck is definitely better than yours. Well, then you can sit down and just play that guy instead of talking about it. Exactly. Uh, so they have more fun with that. You can bring your stuff to the store, show it off, chat. It's, uh, you know, it's, it has no alcohol, but it's essentially a bar. Yeah. You get to come in and chat with people. Cool. It's great. Okay. Okay. This is this one is it's not on my list of questions, but I'm going to ask it ask it anyway. Uh, so, I'm not really into tabletop or card games or anything like that, but I am into gaming, like video gaming. Is is that okay. an area that you guys would be willing to explore? Um, we've talked about um, if we expand areas we want to work on, or I should say, when we do expand. What do we want to work on? And video gaming is definitely a thing. Uh, it is always growing. It probably will never stop growing. Um, yeah, it is, it is fantastic. It is, it's the same thing I'm describing. It's just you're not really sitting in front of each other. Um, they're both medians of, you know, entertainment. But yeah, we want to, we definitely want to do video gaming, uh, whether it's, you know, a kind of bring your system in and play or a LAN party essentially. Um, we have hosted video game tournaments before in the shop. We've done 30, 40 man Smash Brother tournaments. We set up TVs in the back across the, uh, the 40K area and there's kids in there playing and it's a blast. Uh, we'll bring free pizza by for everybody. Um, so yeah, we, we know it can be successful. I don't know if we would want to sell the games or just promote coming in and playing. And again, the social right, part right, of it. Right. Uh, is more what we would we would look for. We're not trying to be GameStop or anything right, like that. But like giving someone a place to go play Injustice for three hours, you know, just yeah. yeah, yeah. If you wanted to come in and play Injustice or host your tournament with your friends or even birthday parties, we've done birthday parties. That can be a blast. Uh, you know, you maybe don't need to then, as the parent, go out and maybe buy games. You could just bring the kids there. We supply the food, the place, the area, and the gaming. So it's pretty, it's pretty simple okay. on that front. All right, so let me tell you what I find really, really, and the best word I can say to use is cool about listening to you guys for about the last five, ten minutes is you took a space that was filled wall to walls with comics that people described as being dark and and I'm going to add in the word uh, almost a little oppressive and you're describing something that A is inviting, B is multifaceted, and C again, I'm going to go back to that word cool. Yeah. It, kudos that you, that you've been, you guys have been able to do that. I appreciate it. it. It was, it was a lot of work and, uh, the best way to do that was we said, Hey, what kind of shop would we want to hang out in? 
and we have notepads of us writing things down that we thought would be cool. When I walk in, I want it to be bright. I want to be able to see my cards. I want to have people to play with. You know what I mean? I want drinks and snacks on hand. I want it to be quick and easy. So it, it was it was a lot of work, but it was very simple to set up because we just went with natural things that people would enjoy. Yeah, yeah. And and and, and you do have a good location. Like it's a big that's a big open area. You know. Yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a very good location. Oh, well, I, I have one official question left, uh, sure. and it's very open-ended. Feel free to say whatever. What would you say to someone who doesn't know doesn't know that Vans exists? Oh man, I'd, I'd be sad. <laughs> <laughs> what would I say to them? Um, I would actually. I say this to customers all the time when they come in. I say, "Hey, what do you enjoy?" That's that's my that's my easiest route to figure out what you like, so I can get you into it. Um, I would just ask them, you know, have you ever played D and D? Have you ever do you play video games? Because those still tie into board games, they tie into comics. I would just just simply ask them, you know, what do you enjoy? Because if you come into Vans, there's always something. There's a comic for everybody. There's a board game for anyone. There's always something for everybody. And it's very easy to find those things. All you got to do is just tell me what you like. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, uh, having shopped at Vans before, the you know the transition, I I, I can say, yeah. you know, you're moving in the right direction. You know, you you may not be like filling my my need per se. But you're yeah. you're filling the need of a uh, like of the area. Like we need a place for people to go to play these games. You know, we need a place yes. to grow the community. We need a place for people to spend their time because no one wants to just sit at home, especially young people. You know, if you're 17 years yeah. old, there's a lot of pr- trouble you can get into. But <laughs> if you have fans to go to. And you have friends to go do stuff in vans with. Like, yep. I'm not saying you're saving lives, but you're doing you're doing good work. Yeah, it's it's there's there's been some some kind of heartfelt moments at the shop, hinting on what you're saying. We've we've had kids come in there who, you know, they might not have enough money for a magic deck, and they just want to get out of their house. Maybe things at home aren't good. You know, we've we've heard them tell us this after we've done the whole social thing and they've enjoyed the shop and they realize that we're trustworthy people and they can chat with us about things. And, you know, we'll give them the magic deck for free and just say, hey, you come by here every Wednesday night and just come play. Don't you know, you don't got to worry about at home. If you want to bring your schoolwork, they'll come in and do schoolwork in the shop. It's 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 not just come by and get a comic and leave. It's not just sit down and play magic and win a tournament. It is it is everything and everything. Uh, it doesn't, you don't have to spend money to enjoy the store. That's cool. That is amazing. Well, what is, like, what's the, what's the most bizarre thing you've run into so far in the past year? Like, Um, whether it be a person or an event or or just something wacky. I, I I have a funny one that just happened yesterday. Uh, so yesterday was Magic Open House. It's a day you come in. You learn magic for free, you get a free deck, and you get a free promotional card. And we had advertised this on Facebook, and I had two young ladies come in, and they said to us, uh, hey, we're here for the magic event. And I said, okay, <laughs> cool. I said, let's, let's grab you guys a deck of cards, and let's go play. 
And they were like, oh, what do, we're doing the tricks. And I said, no, no, no. I said, you, it's no tricks. Said, You're playing. And they go, well, where do we sit? And I said, oh, my God. I said, they think this is a magical event. And I went, no, no, no. So then I start telling them, look. You're a mage and you're a necromancer and you guys are trying to blow the world up. And I said, this is what you're really doing. And then they stayed for about eight hours and really? fully, fully enjoyed it. And they're coming back next Friday for a magic pre-release. So they were, so, so so they were expecting a magician. <laughs> yes, they thought there was going to be it was a free magic show. <laughs> so, so that's what I mean. Now, these people have never played magic, have never heard of it, don't know anything about these hobbies. And I took somebody who has no interest in that. And now they were obsessed with it. They bought additional stuff. They're coming back next Friday because there's a new magic set with pirates and dinosaurs, and they think that's wicked. So all of that because, not because of the game, but because of the staff and people on hand in the community that was there that showed them how to play. Players took their own time out, stopped, took a seat with them, and played the game and taught them how to how to basically work, work the magic. So, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it's it's... There's there is things every day. It's it's awesome. So tell me what what you know you get to go every day and do something that many people dream of, which is something that you said earlier, owning a comic slash gaming slash you know keep going. But yeah. you get to own that type of store and go to work and make your living doing off of you know doing that how does that feel to go home every night knowing that you get to do something that you love it, it's a lot of fun I'm, I'm literally surrounded by people playing things that they enjoy so the vibes are always great uh i might work 10 12 14 hour days sometimes but at least it's not like you know i'm stuck in an office doing this or that or whatever my job could be that i don't like but i have to do it because it's a job instead i'm i'm stuck at work with people laughing and doing funny things and telling funny stories and talking about movies and talking about video games it's just it's a blast you're surrounded by people enjoying themselves and and what we've done with the store you're being paid to do what you enjoy that is cool that's, yeah, that's, that's living great. the dream, is what that is. Bingo. <laughs> okay, well, do you have any like upcoming upcoming events that you want to plug? Or like your schedule? Um, yeah, I guess I guess the biggest one is uh, September 26th is our, our, our one-year anniversary. We're going to be doing free giveaways and massive discounts on a bunch of stuff in the store. Just saying thanks to people for getting us where we're at. Um, so I would come in that day. Uh, there'll be random things all day. There'll just be giveaways. That's on the 26th of this month. And if you want to play with pirates and dinosaurs and cast spells, that's the new magic set on Friday. Um, also, October has a free spooky comic fest. So if you come by, you get some free comic books and more swag again and more discounts and cool stuff. Okay, cool. Hey, how about Kyle? Is there, what do you want to plug? Yes. Because I know you've got stuff to plug. Um. Well, I uh, will just say for anyone listening that you can find me as well as Clarence Brown and a gentleman by the name of Lee Shackelford on Discussing Who. We do comics. We do Doctor Who. We do sci-fi. So you can find us there. And you can also find Clarence and I, along with um, three other people, on the Star Trek Discovery podcast that we do called the STD's Podcast Star Trek Discovery 
So uh, check that out. <laughs> Interesting name. I, like I know. I, I know. like that. <laughs> Didn't want to laugh, but I like it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, you notice how quickly I said it. I, I can say discussing who, but the, easily. But the other one, I had to <laughs> you know, throw that one out quick. But it, it, it gets attention. But so. yeah, it's uh, fcpodcast.com. It's Star, uh, Star, uh, Star Trek Discovery. Well, hey, uh, awesome. Anyone who's listening, make sure to check uh, check out the rest of Re- Reality Breach's website and stuff. Uh, and also stop by Vans. Like, dude, those guys are nice. Like, every time I'm in there, they look <laughs> really nice. I'm like, stop being so nice to me. But yeah, Appreciate so, it, buddy. Uh, thanks for listening, and again, check out Discussing Who, the STD podcast. Go to Vans, and stay tuned for more podcasts from Reality Breached.